the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Former President Donald Trump addressing a Save America rally Saturday night in Conroe, Texas. Everyone in Washington is obsessing over how to protect Ukraine's border But the most important border in the world right now for us is not Ukraine's border, it's America's border, and we do nothing about it but let people come in and we have no idea who they are. The first duty of the American president is to defend the American border. Six vehicle crashed near Las Vegas, killing nine people. Police say a motorist was speeding through a red light and hit several vehicles. At least one person remains in critical condition. House fire in Nebraska claiming the lives of three teenagers. Three other people were able to escape. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk sees the president overstepping again. The federal government is coming out and they're saying, nope, not happening. You are not allowed to use monoclonal antibodies. We are going to get in the way of what doctors are able to do with their patients. The real reason is to push the Pfizer and Merck pills because Pfizer owns our government. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Your forecast for today, we're looking at mostly cloudy and a high of 23 with a low of 12 for tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high of 33 with a low of 24. We ended up with hundreds of delectable entries and have compiled the best of the best into the World's Greatest Recipes Volume 1, available now free at am1280thepatriot.com. You'll find listener submissions as well as some tasty entries from our favorite authors, radio hosts, and friends like Phil and Kay Robertson, Shelley Rushing Tomlinson, Andrew Farley, the family of John MacArthur, and more. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have the live stream up and running as well. So feel free to leave a comment or question there. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We're going to cover some national news stories here in the uh, second hour. Obviously, one of the big ones, excuse me, from this past week was uh, the president, sitting president of the United States after a uh, press briefing as reporters were filing out of the uh, briefing room or uh, I think I think actually the president was meeting with his cabinet and there were reporters allowed in there. And then as they were filing out of the cabinet room and as Biden staffers are want to do, they want to hurry up and file the press out there because uh, Joe has a tendency to say things um, that he's really thinking. And he probably should uh, exercise a little more discretion, but he doesn't. 
because I don't know that he's capable of that. I don't know that he's ever been capable of that. Uh, so we uh, do have some uh, audio clips to come up this segment. Let's see which this one. Let's let's get this one right out of the shoe. This is cut number one. So Peter Ducey is the uh, White House, uh, the Fox News White House uh, correspondent, and he's carved out the reputation as kind of been being the uh, the bee in the proverbial bonnet of the Biden administration because he asks them tough questions. And, you know, when it's a Democrat administration, they get softballs from the media because they have a lot of allies in the media. The vast majority of media members will identify as Democrats, and they're lying to you if they tell you otherwise. And it comes across in their reporting. Now, again, if you're a media member, you have a right to your own personal beliefs, certainly, but you need to do your jobs. And your jobs are, at least so we're told, is to uh, afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted and ask the tough questions. You know, because these people work for us, the voters, the taxpayers. And you're doing a service by asking questions of these administrations, particularly presidential administrations, and the answers they convey are supposed to help the citizens form their opinions on how things are going and maybe how they should vote in the future. You know, people that voted to elect Joe Biden, should they vote to reelect him? Well, they you would hope they'd watch the news and say, oh, boy, what I'm seeing here, I don't know. Maybe I should change my vote in 2024 if Biden even runs. So I say all that to say that Peter Ducey is doing his job. But Fox News is much maligned in the media world uh, because, you know, media outlets are butthurt that they don't have the ratings of Fox News. That's all it is. They just say, say Fox News, you know, is right-wing propaganda. And, yeah, you do have some hosts on there con- that are conservative firebrands, but you also have respectable journalists who are just reporting the facts, literally reporting and letting the people decide. Now, people like Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity, yeah, they're more of the firebrand uh, type of uh, commentators. But then you have Brett Baer, who's a down-the-middle journalist, reports the facts. You decide. And he has a panel on his weeknight show, Special Report, where he throws it to panelists of different political stripes, and, you know, they give their perspective. So anyways, I say all that to say that as the reporters are being filed out of the room, as Joe Biden's handlers typically do, uh, Peter Ducey shouted a question, and I don't know if you'll be able to hear the question uh, as well, but you'll definitely hear Biden's response. Uh, Peter Ducey, you know, says, well, how's this for not off-topic question? Inflation. You know, do you think this uh, high inflation is going to be a political liability in the midterm? So that's uh, cut number one. Go. Why is it? That's a great asset. No, it's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a... <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, uh, we bleeped out the last word, but you can ascertain what he said there. What a stupid son of a bleep. Okay, uh, President got caught on a, on a hot mic uh, because, well, here's the thing. We've been told constantly when inflation started to become an issue, well, it's just transitory, it's just transitory, it's, it's, it's not a problem. And then it's been getting out of control, and the administration continues to basically say as much. So if you're going to continue to spin it as just transitory and it's not an issue, we're getting our arms around this, we'll get control of it, or they even have the audacity to say, well, it's actually a good thing, because that means the economy is humming right along. So... People may say it's an overly simplistic question for Peter Ducey. Well, given what the administration, how they have spun the inflation issue, he's trying to get him on the record. Well, the president basically demeans it, say, yeah, no, inflation is great. It's a great asset. What a stupid bleepity bleep. So he's implying by that sarcastic remark, well, of course it's a problem. Well, wait a minute. Haven't you spent months saying that it's not so much a problem? Well, here's the thing. Their reaction was, as you could expect, down party lines. I mean, there is no, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of standard reaction to something. I mean, calling someone a stupid SOB should be condemnable, regardless of what party it is. 
And yes, I'm including when Trump called Meet the Press's Chuck Todd an SOB. When Trump was president. That's unacceptable. It's not right. Shouldn't happen. I've been very I was very critical of Trump during his administration when he would call the press uh, the enemy of the people. Okay? Wasn't helpful. Although it got to the point where the media was doing such things they got into these whizzing matches with Trump. They were constantly doing things to try to undermine his administration and making him look bad, and they would mangle video clips to make him look bad when they wouldn't show the full context of maybe comments or video or what have you, that it would end up being the proverbial exploding cigar in the face of the media. And so it got very, very hard for me to defend the media during the, during the Trump administration. But the spin came out right away. So, oh, those of you people who supported Trump, and stood idly by when he was calling the media fake news, an enemy of the people, and he called Chuck Todd an SOB, and he was verbally harassing CNN's Jim Acosta. You don't have any moral authority to call out Joe Biden on this. And you know what? I'll grant you that. Okay, I'll grant you that, that those who sat idly by or some even were saying, hey, way to go, Trump, owning the libs. Owning the lib media. It's about time. Okay? I'll grant you that those people don't have the moral authority to be critical of what Biden said. They come off as frauds. Yeah, I'll grant you that. But you know what? The exact opposite is also true. Those media members who are clutching their obligatory pearls, running for their proverbial fainting couches when Trump would use fake news, or the phrase, enemy of the people. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, well, president just speaking the truth. Or Chris Hayes at MSNBC, you know, just replied with a literal LOL. Or way to go, you know, Joe Biden telling it like it is, or whomever. Okay? But yet when Trump did it, it was endangering one of the very fabrics of our democracy. Going after... Someone as as part of the media just doing their jobs, trying to speak truth to power, trying to hold the administration's feet to fire, and Trump reacts like that. It's tearing at the fabric of our democracy. They come up with all these dramatic phrases, but when they do it to someone who actually is holding an administration's feet to the fire, they say Peter Ducey had it coming because he works for Faux News. You know, F-A-U-X, Faux News instead of Fox News. See what they did there? Very clever, very clever. Uh Uh-huh. So, Peter Ducey, I think, gave a class on how to handle this type of situation. Look, journalism, in my mind, it's a serious business. All right? It, it is. And it's an honorable vocation, those who do it honorably, that is. Okay? Because the part of the media is to inform. They're not there to give their opinions. They're not there to tell what you, the viewer, is supposed to think. They're there to inform, and as they give you the information, you take in that information, and you perform, and you give your own opinion. That's how it's supposed to work. But it's so far gone from that. It it absolutely is. And yet, so many of these media members, particularly when Jim Acosta was a White House correspondent for CNN during the Trump presidency, he often tried to make himself the martyr, tried to make himself a white knight. He even wrote a whole. He even wrote a book about his time as White House correspondent. I mean, what an just an insufferable narcissist this guy was. And just this past week, when Jim Acosta, who has now his own CNN TV show, uh, you wouldn't know it given the ratings, but he does, he's talking about, well, at least Joe Biden apologized to Peter Ducey. Well, he didn't really, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I still have whip marks in my back from the Trump administration. He honestly said that. He honestly said that he had whip marks. Not literal whip marks, of course, but using an analogy. Okay? No way someone who worked for Fox News would get away with that kind of verbiage. But this is Jim Acosta, CNN. All right? So, again, you I'll grant you that those who sat idly by when Trump said this kind of stuff, Yeah, they don't really have a lot of moral authority, don't have any credibility to criticize Biden. But again, you people 
who thought it was such an outrage the way a president spoke to the media, you're not being consistent yourselves. But you're so blinded by your your uh, ideology that you don't see the irony in that. But Peter Ducey, to his credit, handled it like a champ. So I'll have some uh, more sound bites uh, featuring Ducey himself, what he had to say. And we're here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It's me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you'd like to follow us along at Facebook, I have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check in with that as well. Leave a comment or question on that uh, video thread. And as always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we were talking about uh, this past week, uh, President Biden referring to Peter Ducey, Fox News White House correspondent, as a stupid SOB. And he didn't say SOB. He said the full phrase. Uh, in response to Peter Ducey asking if inflation would be a liability to, to the midterms. And, of course, Biden's... Uh, uh, Sarcastically said, no, it'll be an asset. You know, what a stupid son of a, you know. Well, again, 
you had so many media members during the Trump administration clutching their pearls, running for their fainting couches whenever Trump referred to the media as fake news or enemy of the people or would be belligerent or would blow people off or even Trump himself called Chuck Todd of Meet the Press uh, an SOB. Okay? So, yeah, that it, that was uh, – that. I don't condone that then and I don't condone it now. Well, Peter Ducey, again, Jim Acosta – the smug, insufferable, arrogant uh, White House correspondent for CNN when Trump was president. Now Acosta has his own CNN TV show. Uh, he could take a page out of how Peter Ducey handled this because, again, instead of holding yourself up as some sort of martyr, some sort of white knight or what have you, just do your job. And, you know, there will be plenty of your colleagues to support you. But when you're a smug blowhole like Acosta was, um, people aren't going to be too quick to run to your defense because you're intentionally antagonistic. It's one thing to ask questions. It's another thing to be intentionally antagonistic, which Acosta was. So uh, cut number two, Peter Ducey appeared on the Fox News program, The Five. Uh, Jacob, this is about a three-minute clip, but I'll, I'll cue you when I want to cut off. I'm not going to ask to play the whole thing, but at least start from the beginning. Uh, Peter Ducey appearing on the Fox News primetime program, The Five, moments after this incident with the president. Cut number two. I think we have young Mr. Ducey uh, with <laughs> us right now. You heard Dana's comments and everyone's comments, Peter. Have you been called by the White House or the president and asked for to come to the Oval Office tomorrow for an interview? <laughs> no, no. And I don't think that that's coming either. Um, but what's crazy about this is I, in the longer version of the clip, there was a group of reporters that were all gathered. We listened to him explain the competition council which is the reason that he's having this meeting with most of the cabinet. And somebody shouted out a question about Russia. And the president said, I'm not going to take questions right now about anything off topic. So I shouted out uh, something that's not on my two pages of questions about crime. Uh, OK, what about inflation? Do you think inflation is a political liability in the midterms? And then he said that. And I couldn't even hear him because people were shouting at us to get out. But somebody came up to me in the briefing room a few minutes later and said, did you hear what the president said? <laughs> and I said, no, what? They said, he called you a stupid SOB. And I said, did he say SOB? And the person said, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did the elongated version. You know? uh, yep. So, Ducey, I think the president's right. You are a stupid SOB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody has fact-checked him yet. And All right. So, and, uh, you know, Peter Ducey laughed it off. He said, yeah, no one's fact-checked him yet. Look. He had fun with it. You know why? Because he doesn't take himself too seriously. The job is serious, but he himself is like, eh, whatever, I'm fine. You know, I mean, Hugh Hewitt, who broadcasts his show weekday mornings on this very on these very airwaves, talks proudly about his Trump tattoos when Trump hit him with some verbal jabs when Trump was a candidate during the 2016 presidential debates. You know, just laugh it off. And uh, Peter Ducey then also appeared on uh, Sean Hannity's program that evening, and he talked briefly about how the president did reach out to him uh, later that day. Uh, cut number three, Peter Ducey appearing on Sean Hannity's program. And I pal. told him that I okay, appreciated pal. him reaching out. Hey, hey Sean, uh, the world is on the brink of, like, World War Three right now no, I, uh, I with it. all this stuff going on. I appreciate <laughs> that the president took a couple minutes out this evening <laughs> while he was still at the desk to, to give me a call and clear at the air. At least he called you, pal. All, but, but you know what? I, I don't need anybody to apologize to me. There you have it. Look, he there it is. There it is. It's like, look, I was just doing my job. He doesn't need to apologize to me. And And you know what? He basically said, another personal pal. I mean, if you want to call that an apology, I, okay, I guess. But Peter Ducey isn't harboring any ill will because guess what? He's still going to do his job. And, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, left-wing uh, late-night host on ABC, he had Jake Tapper on his program. Jake Tapper used to be a White House correspondent for ABC. Now Jake Tapper was is with CNN, has a couple of different programs on there. And Jake Tapper, came, you know, Jimmy Kimmel asked him about it. He says, from all accounts, I can see that, you know, Peter Ducey is kind of, it really is a stupid SOB. And Jake Tapper said, well, I don't agree, but I don't, you know, I don't think Fox News would come to my defense the way I'm coming to Peter Ducey's defense, which is a lie because Fox News did come to CNN reporters' defense when Trump banned certain CNN personnel from appearing at some sort of press briefing, press conference, don't remember which. But yeah, 
Fox News did come to their defense. That's that's a lie on Jake Tapper's part, or he's misremembering it. Maybe it's not a lie, he's misremembering it. So people want to pile on Peter Ducey. Fine, he can take it. Unlike the uh, thin-skinned, you know, thumb-sucking, smarmy, blowhole Jim Acosta when he was a White House correspondent. Uh, do you get the feeling that I don't have a lot of time for someone like Jim Acosta? Uh, you may be right. I uh, do have a phone call real quick. Want to get to on line one, Bob in Shoreview. Bob, always good to hear from you, sir. How are you? Hi, uh, thanks. Um, yeah, when the mainstream media falsely accused President Trump of colluding with Russia based on a false report, and when they twist his words and distort his words to say to try to make him say that he was praising neo-Nazis over the statue controversy, right. and then when President Trump responds, you are fake news, I think that's entirely uh, appropriate and a rational response by him. What do you think? Yeah, thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. I, I get the sentiment. Um, it's an artful, to, be, to say the least, but that's who Trump is. He's an artful. He's very inartful. Okay? He, he's not going to give a nuanced response to this. He, de- he doesn't feel like he has time to do it. And look, like I said, that's a fair point, the way the media distorted a lot of things he said. I mean, they, it would, they would get petty. I mean, they had a story. I, mean, I remember the Chiron on CNN about how Trump gets two scoops of ice cream, whereas his staffers only get one. I mean, this petty garbage they would play, these games they would play. That's not journalism. So, yeah, to, I understand the sentiment, fake news, enemy of the people, and I don't like those labels. But you know what? I got It got more and more and more difficult near the end of Trump's administration to be able to defend them from that. Because, again, enemy of the people, I, I never wanted to go that far, but they were doing a, a horrific disservice to the public they're supposed to be serving, all because they had personal animosity toward the president. That's really what it boiled down to. And Peter Ducey, he doesn't come off as a guy who has any personal animosity toward the Biden administration or uh, Jen Psaki, the um, uh, White House press secretary. He just does his job. And that's what makes people angry because, well, Fox News are asking these BS questions. Well, how are they illegitimate questions? I mean, why are they making the president look bad? Could it be because, oh, I don't know, their answers would be awful regarding policy? So when Peter Ducey asks about policy, it it would probably not turn out to be very flattering. I mean, if the economy was humming along and there was no inflation and uh, the – Biden stopped the virus like he said he was going to do during the campaign? Would they really even be worrying about this stuff? But I, as I've said many a times, this is just Joe Biden being Joe Biden. Uh, cut number four. We've got a couple of different montages. We'll only have time for the first one, but cut number four. Uh, this is kind of a montage of Joe Biden over the past 30-plus years, and um, this is just who he is. This shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. Cut number four. Ask the right questions. What a stupid son of a... Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? Or are you a junkie? What do you say? Go back and read what I said. Wait, 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 wait. You're getting nervous, man. That is an interesting reading of English. You, you, I assume you got in the, in the journals because you like to write. I want to talk about happy things, man. What? I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? What, don't Who you said that? that? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another fear campaign. Right at your rally. No questions you always ask. You don't understand that you're in your own business. Can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive away? No, you can't. I'm not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. So you can ask okay? a number of questions. Don't screw around with me. Let's get it you straight. You use a rape reference? No, let me listen to me. I'm listening. Why are you going to always got Don't poke that in my face, okay, buddy? Thank but you. Thank 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 there you go. And you heard you heard his aides in the background. Ah, sorry, sorry, this is all the time we got. You know, because as he as he gets more and more agitated, he lashes out like that and he looks horrible. This is who Biden is. There there was the one clip. Did you did you hear that one clip where he says to someone, I think I have a much higher IQ than you do, I believe. That was from nineteen eighty eight. The first time he ran for president. Back in nineteen eighty eight. This is who he's been. 
This is who he's always been. And Josh Kraschauer, National Journal, put out a tweet this past week, said when Biden was elected, the main reason he was elected was because of the three C's, credibility, competence, and compassion. Is he exhibiting any of those three one year into his presidency? I'll let you be the judge of that. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, ooh, 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 yeah. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. I ain't no joke. I used to let Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check that out. Weigh in on that comment section as well. I'm waving at the camera right now. So we appreciate you uh, tuning in, continuing uh, to discuss uh, President Biden. Uh, th- you know, again, him calling a uh, uh, Fox News White House correspondent, Peter Ducey, a stupid son of a bleep. This is who Biden has been. And I played a montage to end last segment, and I'll finish uh, this particular subject with another set of sound bites. Some of them are similar, but this is just uh, Joe Biden, who he's always been, uh, Biden being Biden. Cut number five. 
Donald Trump says he makes fun of people. Really? He belittles people. Do tell. He lies. Really? I don't do any of those things. Let's see. You take away our gun. You're for it. All right. So you're a damn liar, man. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. You're too old to go for it. Take the AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, let's you want to tell me this? There's a lot of guys. Hey. No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. What do you think, huh? Are you a junkie? What do you say? Uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Why, 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 why? You're getting nervous, man. But Biden quickly became agitated when Fallon didn't agree to support him in the caucuses. we got to stop building and replacing pipelines. we got to go vote for somebody else. All right, thanks. We should vote for Trump. We should Trump. I did not expect to be told to leave, to go vote for somebody else, and then to be lectured about. And then he presses on Fallon's chest, pokes him with a finger, and finally grabs his jacket with two hands. It was not appropriate interaction for anybody. I mean, if I'd done that to him, the security would have been all over me. Thank <laughs> you. Now, now shush. Telling a woman to shush? Wow. Okay, yeah. And in the previous clip I played at the end of the last segment, he kept in, there was a female reporter talking to him one-on-one, so where'd you get that? Where'd you get your facts? Get your facts right. Where'd you get your facts? And she kept trying to follow up and answer the question. He kept interrupting her. Misogynist much? Trump would have never gotten away with that. But Biden, given a free pass. And what I didn't include in there, and there were a couple other incidents, like during the campaign trail, on the campaign trail, I think it was down at the Iowa State Fair, there was an uh, activist for one of the young conservative groups. She was a college student. And she asked Biden... Um, how many genders are there? You know, because they're the party of science, right? Well, he says at least three. And she says, can you name them? And told her not to be a smart Alec. And then he turned around, and this is what he does. He grabs people by the arm. You heard that, you heard that montage with that climate activist down in Iowa during the Iowa caucuses, put both hands on him, grabbed his jacket as if to pull him close. And this young lady... He grabbed by the arm, saying, listen, I was the first one to defend marriage, you know, because he he showed support for gay marriage when he was a member of the Obama administration before Barack Obama completely flipped on the issue. You know, and lectured her and, and was grabbing her by the arm. And you also heard in that montage where he, call, he started to call that guy a fat bleep. He said, listen, fat, uh, you know, and then backed up. And there was another one when he was vice president. He went to visit some custard shop, I think it was in Wisconsin, and he says to the shop owner, he says, well, how much do I owe you? And the shop owner says, ah, it's on the house. He says, but you really want to you really want to pay me back? Uh, make some of these tax cuts permanent. You know, how about a nice break of my out-of-control business taxes? And Biden, you know, his vice president kind of laughed it off, and a few seconds later, he goes back to the guy, gets kind of nose-nuzzled, and he says, you know what, nobody likes a smart bleep. So he gets very easily agitated. So I say all of this, use all of the examples to say what we saw this past week is who Joe Biden has been since I've been following politics. And we're talking at least a couple of decades now. This is who he is. This is who he's been. You know, but yet he was elected because he's compassionate, he's competent, and he has credibility. Three things Trump doesn't have. Well, we're kind of seeing that yeah, he may not have been the best alternative to Trump. Okay, if people were really honest with themselves that voted for him, that is. So that wraps up that particular subject matter. I did want to kind of uh, delve in real quick to uh, a retirement in the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. Now, you knew this was coming. Uh, Stephen Breyer, who has been a Supreme Court justice since 1994, he's been the second longest tenured on the court right now behind. Clarence Thomas. However, he's the eldest member. He is uh, 83 at this uh, at this point. Uh, this comes from uh, NBCNews.com. Justice Stephen Breyer will step down from the Supreme Court at the end of the current term, according to people familiar with his thinking. Breyer is one of the three remaining liberal justices, and his decision to retire after more than 27 years on the court allows President Joe Biden to appoint a successor who could serve for decades and, in the short term, maintain the current 6-3 to three split between conservatives and liberal justices. At 83, Breyer is the court's oldest member. Liberal activists have urged him for months, 
urged, harassed, why split hairs, uh, to retire while Democrats hold both the White House and the Senate, a position that could change after the midterm elections in November. They contended that Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg stayed too long despite her history of health problems and should have stepped down during the Obama administration. So I don't, you know, for some reason, Supreme Court uh, nomination hearings have become a lot more contentious. Um, Well, I know the reason. I shouldn't say for some reason as if I don't know. I do know. They really started to become contentious during the George W. Bush administration when George W. Bush had a... uh, there, there, a seat that uh, came open. I believe it was after uh, a chief. Um, or no, actually, when uh, Sandra Day O'Connor retired. I think that's how that went. When Sandra Day O'Connor retired, I better be sure I have my facts straight on that one. I forget who um, John Roberts replaced because he was obviously um, George W. Bush's first uh, Supreme Court pick. I believe he was picked in uh, two thousand. 2005, I believe he was nominated, if I have my facts straight. Um, don't remember the... I. Uh, well, let me be sure I have this right, because I want to I get it uh, in my head here. I think it was um, William Rehnquist who uh, passed away in... Uh, let me see if I have this right here. Um, boy, why can't I not find this? Yeah, so John Roberts was the first uh, nominee for President Bush, and the Democrats threatened to filibuster him because George W. Bush was putting through too many radical choices on federal courts. And the one name that stands out, Janice Rogers Brown, she was a member of a state Supreme Court, and she was going to be elevated to a circuit court. So, a federal circuit court. So that was under the purview of the Bush administration. Well, for some reason, the Democrats didn't like Miguel Estrada, who was of Hispanic descent, and Janice Rogers Brown, African-American, and they were threatening to filibuster these judges. Now, that was a rarely used tactic for judges of any kind because the rationale was a brand-new president should get to nominate whom he pleases, and they should be able to get an up or down vote. Well, in order to get an up or down vote, you have to have 60 votes, at least back then, to cut off debate for all judges. And then they said, okay, okay, the gang of 14 got together, seven Democrats, seven Republicans, and said, look, we want to maintain the judicial filibuster. So if you remove Janice Rogers Brown and Miguel Estrada from consideration for these circuit court appointments will allow John Roberts to go through and after debates cut off, we'll give the 60 votes because, you know, Republicans had a majority, but they still needed a few Democrats to vote to end debate and then Roberts to get an up or down vote, which they did. So my point in bringing this all up is uh, Joe Biden had indicated during his campaign that if there is a vacancy on the Supreme Court that it would be a black woman, just like his vice presidential running mate. He said it's going to be a woman of color, okay? Which, if that's the most qualified, in this case, to be a Supreme Court justice, I have zero issue with it because I'm I'm big on getting the job on merit. And you know what? This may make some of my listeners mad, but I don't care. If it is an... between an African-American or a white person and qualifications are pretty much on equal footing. I don't have an issue if the tie break goes to person of color. I don't have an issue with that. You may get mad at me for that. You may say, well, affirmative action, that's not right. I don't really care. But this idea that you're just going to say, well, it's going to be a black woman. Well, how many other very qualified jurists are you leaving off the list by paring it down that significantly? And, of course, we know what this is about. The Democrats are in deep political trouble going into the midterm election cycle. They are. Serious trouble. Uh, I think it's upwards of close to 30 
Democrat House members who are not even seeking reelection because they want to get out while the getting's good because they see that they're probably going to lose the majority in the House. I mean, the Republicans only need to flip, I think, five or six seats in the U.S. House to take major- the majority, and they only need to flip one seat in the Senate to take over the majority in that body. So that's why they were pestering Breyer to hurry up and retire so Joe Biden could get a pick put through. And, oh, by the way, sure would be nice to have those two Georgia Senate seats now, wouldn't it? But instead, Donald Trump undermined the Republicans being reelected, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, back in January of 2021. And so basically handed those seats to the Democrats, whereas if Republicans had a majority, they could have a lot more say in who Biden picks. Because if ideologically this is too far left, too far out of the mainstream, Republicans would have enough members to filibuster. But that's no longer an option. Thanks for that, Donald Trump. <coughs> I digress. I shouldn't. I really shouldn't jam the needle like that. I, I really shouldn't. But I, I can't help it. It's a, it's a character flaw. I understand. <laughs> so uh, the bottom line is, is that. A lot of progressives came out and said, well, it's just disgusting the way conservatives are already denigrating this black woman before she's even nominated. You know, you know, and really, I think it's more rooted in to we don't believe Joe Biden in his pandering because he was a U.S. senator when Janice Rogers Brown was filibustered on multiple occasions. So if you are really concerned about having a qualified black woman, if that's your only concern, qualified black woman, what was wrong with Janice Rogers Brown? I mean, if that's your only criteria, getting a black woman on the bench, sounds to me like George W. Bush was far more progressive than the people who call themselves progressives. So anyways, this is, uh, again, the, the, the session doesn't end until the summer, so Breyer is going to continue finishing out this term, the Supreme Court term. But in the meantime, you know, President Biden could take his time, announce a nominee, go through the confirmation hearings, and by the time this summer the session, the Supreme Court session ends, Supreme Court term ends this summer, then this uh, newly uh, confirmed justice could take its place. So I don't expect too much of a contentious confirmation hearing. I know that's what the Democrats want because they want to use that as a political cudgel. Say, well, look at this very qualified black woman nominated by the president. Look at all these Republican senators that filibustered her. You think they're fit to serve another term? Whichever Republican senators might be up for re-election in 2022. That's all they're doing. That's the only reason they're going to do this. Joe Lockhart, former Clinton administration flunky, basically came out and said that very thing. Oh, well, it's really going to be something watching Republicans filibuster a black woman. Okay, nothing about qualifications, nothing about jurisprudence. They're only going to filibuster her because... She's a black woman, not because that judicial chops may not be satisfactory. Can't question that, I guess. So uh, aside from that, I would hope that these would be pretty non-contentious because it's pretty much a lateral move. You're not going to get a constitutional original originalist. Breyer was the exact opposite. He believes the Constitution was a living, breathing document, so you're going to probably get someone in that mold at the very, very least. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. A funny thing happens in Minnesota in the winter, whether you like cozy nights in a cabin, meeting friends for burgers after skiing, flying down more than 22,000 miles of groomed snowmobile trails, or hiking in the silence of the woods. A funny thing happens. The coldest months of the year have a way of bringing about the warmest moments in life. Visit ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. 
Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Welcome back. AM 12 8 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Hey, folks, don't forget to join us for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast from Medicine Lake in Plymouth. On Saturday, February 10th, joined Mitch Berg and myself from 1 to 3 p.m. as we broadcast from our Fish House Mobile Studios. How Minnesotan is that? Uh, Holes for Heroes is an annual ice fishing tournament created to honor our veterans both at home and abroad. And don't forget, this is free for all vets and their immediate family. So you can visit am1280thepatriot.com for event details. Uh, this is... Uh, now that we're no longer doing the state fair on an annual basis, this has kind of become the Northern Alliance Radio Network Super Bowl, the Holes for Heroes, and it's always broadcast the day before the Super Bowl. That's a tradition as well. It's always broadcast the day before the Super Bowl. So that's going to happen this year. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com for details. Uh, Mitch and I will be out there in Medicine Lake. It's always a blast, always great talking to the officials out there, the folks who are helping put on this fantastic event. Uh, those who are benefiting from being out there participating in the tournament, those who have loved ones serving in active duty military, always a great time. Uh, I've been doing this since uh, 2013 was my first year, so this will be my 10th year out at Holes for Heroes. I know Ed Morrissey uh, was partnering with Mitch back when Ed obviously was uh, part of the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I remember them broadcasting in 2012 when it was unseasonably warm. It was like 40 degrees out. Uh, I don't know if how much longer before that when this Holes for Heroes got started, but whatever the case, it is a fantastic event. Event. So if you, if you can't be there live and in person, we definitely hope you can tune in. It's going to be a fun time. We only have about a minute or two left in the broadcast, but I do want to get to a phone call Dan from Inver Grove Heights is on line one. Hey, Dan, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Brad. Um, can you please tell me, do you have any suggestions for voters as to what uh, we should be, uh, before attending caucus on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, what should voters be researching, knowing, or familiarizing ourselves with before attending caucus? Okay. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. I mean, just coming from my own perspective, what I do when I, whenever I've attended caucuses is if there are candidates 
who you're going to support for a given office. Like, for example, the governor is up for re-election. And obviously, if you're going to the Republican caucus, you're going to want to choose one of the six candidates running as a Republican. You know, look into those. Find out who you would support because they do take straw polls at these caucuses and the results are released. And obviously, whichever campaign wins the straw poll, they're going to tout that in future campaign ads saying, hey, I won this straw poll in caucus night. And you could argue that's when the most Republicans really come out and start doing the grassroots stuff. I mean, going to these candidate forums is one thing. Typically, you're going to get a lot of bias toward a specific candidate, depending upon the area that these candidate forums are taking place. But because caucus is obviously statewide, you're going to get a better gauge of who voters are supporting for a governor. So definitely look into the candidates, all statewide candidates, whether it's you know the multiple candidates running for governor. I think there are three or four, maybe five running for attorney general. Uh, there's at least two that I know of running for secretary of state. Uh, so I would definitely research those specific candidates and which ones you want to support for given office. And then when they take straw polls, you know, obviously cast your vote. And uh, depending upon which House district and Senate district you live in, Dan, same thing. If you have multiple candidates running for those seats, whether it's in your House district or Senate district, you know, find out which one appeals to you more because they're obviously going to take straw polls uh, on those as well. So great question, Dan. I, I appreciate it. And, and hopefully you can uh, get out your caucus night. And I'm going to – am I on next week? Yeah, it's it's two weeks from now. is Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to be off. Sunday the 13th. But next Sunday, the 6th, I'll be looking forward to hearing how everybody's experience went and just seeing the results of these various straw polls. So that's what I would recommend looking into. I know a lot of people come with recommendations on how to revise the state party platform. I mean, if you have any ideas about what could be added to the platform, you know, certainly bring those ideas to the table if that's something you're passionate about. Uh, Again, these are just some of the things that I do. So if you're asking me my opinion, that's what I would go with. So... Uh, yeah, folks, it's uh, it's crunch time, to say the least. Caucuses are coming up this Tuesday, February 1st. So go to the Secretary of State's website and click on the Caucus Finder link. You just enter in your address, and it'll tell you where to go. It's that simple. So definitely uh, look forward to hearing all the reports from the various caucuses, that's for sure. As always, folks, I've enjoyed it. It's me, Brad Carlson, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the- Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hitner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HitnerGroup.com. And tune into Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. At Avail Academy, we teach that God has made each of us uniquely great for His glory. God's glory shines brightest, and our deepest joy is found when we use our gifts for the cause of Christ in our homes, communities, schools, and churches. At Avail Academy, we are called to spark each student's potential and fan it fully into flame by expertly immersing academics in God's word and way. And because living a life of purpose doesn't start after graduation, we create opportunities right now for our students to develop their talents by serving others. We partner with families to integrate faith and learning in every class, activity, and event inside and outside of the classroom. This makes Avail Academy a distinctly different educational experience one where the aim is more than just achieving the good life, but a life of service. This is Christian education on purpose. Visit availacademy.org to learn how Avail Academy, a K-12 school, wants to partner with you. Availacademy.org. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. 
Ireland. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.